Welcome to another episode of the Heartship Journey Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm your host, Andrea Mauser, a mindset and personal growth coach and creator of Choose Your Journey. My guest today is Dr. Amber Brown, who started her career as a physical therapist and followed her heart to pursue a deeper passion of supporting pregnant women and those who wish to become pregnant. Dr. Amber Brown is a pregnancy coach who's had her own experience with postpartum depression. Her quote about life is one we can all benefit from and have in our sight as a reminder, because where you are going is where you are meant to be. Be sure to check out the show notes for some links to learn more on how you can connect and work with Dr. Ambra. Thank you for listening and be sure to check out my website, www.chooseyourjourney.co to hear other episodes of inspiration. Welcome to another episode of the Heartship Journey. Amber, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for being on with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. And our connection came through a self-development, personal development program um, with Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinkina. And it was really just like the best 20 weeks that was so life-changing and it brought us together. And I'm so grateful for that. And yeah, I'd love if you want to just share a little about who you are and a little bit of background. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a single mom of a seven-year-old and um, I basically (laughs) just um, started off as being um, a physical therapist. I um, graduated from a little town called um, Martin, Tennessee. Uh, that's where I went to get my undergraduate degree and in psychology and then um, actually went back home to my hometown in Nashville, Tennessee, and got my graduate's degree as a physical therapist at Belmont University. And uh, yeah, so from then on, um, just began practicing as a physical therapist for a while, <laughs> 15 plus years. And then um, just recently, about a year or so ago, became a pregnancy health coach. Oh, I love that. I feel like coaching is kind of a newer industry here, especially in the Midwest. You know, I feel like if I would think about coaching, it would be for like the big cities, right. Or on the coast, like it's what celebrities do, or it's meant for your LA or you New York in that space. And so what I'd love to see and that you're a part of it as well, is just the different paths that coaching goes down and pregnancy coaching is so valuable. So I would love for you to just, if you're open to it, to share a little bit about how that came to be for you and what it has meant for you. Oh gosh. So that's um, an interesting journey, which um, I love sharing. That's one of my, my whys um, of my uh, business, um, my passion behind what I do. So um, when I actually was in high school, or actually maybe when I was a little girl, I just remembered wanting to be a doctor. You know, when you're growing up, they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, well, you know, I want to be a doctor. And it sounded really, really good. And I was like, well, I loved seeing babies being born. I loved seeing just going into the hospital and seeing like, you know, in the labor and delivery um, area and seeing like the babies like it was something that was just beautiful as a little girl I just remember seeing that and so I was I just want to deliver babies that sounds like amazing 
And so as I was growing up, I just knew that I wanted to help people in some way. Like I wanted to do that. That was something that was always been in my nature, just helping, being in the health field. And so a lady in my church, she's a church member, but she was she's also a um, she's an um, OBGYN um, and really pro, um, renowned. Um, and uh, she let me uh, follow her when I was in high school, like shadow, just kind of be, um, just to understand what I wanted to do and get a better idea before going into college. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. I'll do that. So, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I went, yeah. So I actually wound up following her through her rounds, just meeting, you know, um, different people, women um, from all backgrounds and it was a long day, let me tell you. I, in my mind, you don't have a clue really what that really entails about being an OBGYN. I just thought in my mind, oh, I'm just gonna be there to see babies or, you know, like, but I just realized, no offense, but I just didn't wanna look at people's vaginas all day long. You know, I just, something that just wasn't my, my thing. Like, <laughs> you know, I have to look at my own, let alone someone else's you know, and everybody was nice. And I really appreciated them allowing me to be there, but it gave me a better perspective of like what I didn't want to do. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so I was like, no, I, I don't want to do that. So I remembered going into high school, just really feeling lost, like, or sorry, into college, just really feeling lost, like just not knowing what's my next step, because all I knew was that I wanted to be a doctor, you know, and so in college, I was just kind of fumbling around of like with majors. Like I still knew I wanted to be in the healthcare setting, but I didn't know how, what. And so I remember majoring in, it was English because I still loved to write. I loved to uh, share my emotions and just kind of just express myself through that. But I knew somehow I still wanted to do something with healthcare. So I still took like, uh, requirements for something in the medical field. So it's kind of doing like a duo type thing without actually committing to like a second major. But I realized I didn't like doing um, English. Like I didn't want to major because I didn't want to be told what to do and how to write. I didn't like that. So I let that go. And then I thought, well, what's next? Um, so I think I remember dabbling into becoming an athletic trainer. And so that was kind of close to like it was healthcare related and I loved sports. Um, unfortunately, I was doing that for a little while and actually helping um, the athletes and actually learning how to do things in the, um, in the sports clinic area of our um, facility at my college. But um, unfortunately, um, we weren't getting trained like we should have gotten trained. <laughs> and I won't tell you the name of the, um, if people know me, they know uh, what school I went to, but I won't say it. But um, let's just say it just wasn't inspiring for me to stay as an um, athletic training trainee. So I wound up leaving that and <laughs> going into psychology, but still in, in still wanting some way to help, right? Like medically, some fashion of healthcare. So I went into psychology and actually loved it. I actually majored in psychology, still getting all the requirements for um, something related to medical um, 
medical field somehow. And I actually joined um, a club called uh, Phi Beta. And it was something to do with like just the medical field. And um, I really just love doing that, um, being a part of that. And so I don't remember if I was um, volunteering at home where I lived in Nashville, um, but I remember um, doing, um, where was I? I was at a rehab facility and I was working as, I wouldn't say, it's kind of like a, um, an assistant to like a PT or something like that. And um, I was kind of just helping like, like a rehab tech kind of situation. And so I remember doing something and I, I loved what, I loved that. I loved like, okay, this might be it, you know, like being a PT maybe in the end. And I remember actually hurting myself helping um, a patient and I wound up getting actually physical therapy. Um, (laughs) And so I realized this might be it, like this might be something that I wanted to do. Um, And I could actually become a, a doctor in that, you know, Um, I think they were actually starting to talk about, um, I think like it was a thing with APTA where they were like really pushing the doctorate's degree, which is the American Physical Therapy uh, Association. And um, they were pushing the doctor's degree um, world, like all the way in the United States, which is trying to push that. And so I thought that's fascinating. I can get to be a doctor and treat people, you know? So I thought that that would be it. So I actually finished up uh, college with uh, my psych degree and getting all the requirements I needed to become a physical therapist. Wow. And um, I wound up um, coming back home and to um, Nashville and applying for Belmont. Now, <laughs> talk about uh, manifestation. Um, I didn't really know what that really meant, but I knew that I wanted to be a part of Belmont. It's a, a prestigious school, private uh, school. Uh, well-known, not as well-known as it is now, but really still well-known, but well-known for music. And um, it was um, expensive to get into, especially graduate school. And I remember going there to do my interview um, for it. And I um, I think it went, it went really, really well. I actually enjoyed it. I knew it was for me. And I kept just thinking about it, like, this is for me, this is for me. And I remember the lady called back. She said, I really love you and I think you would be a great candidate, but you don't have enough requirements or something like that. And I was like, in some, I think it was in science or something like that. And I was like, she's must like, no, that's not, right. that's not right. <laughs> so I wound up like literally spending some time breaking down what I needed to have or where where was the miscal- miscalculation. So I remembered like visualizing this is for me. This is going to be for me. And so. Um, I remember finding the the right amount that was probably missed. And so I pointed it out to her and she's like, yep, you're correct. So I wound up actually, uh, I think like maybe a week later, getting an invitation to be uh, with Belmont. Yeah, that was my only one I applied for. That was the only one. There was no other schooling. Yeah, so I did. So I wound up getting accepted to Belmont uh, graduate program for physical therapy. And actually um, graduated from there, yeah, um, back in, whoo, 
I think that was 2002, I believe. No, 2007, sorry, 2007. I graduated there and um, just started practicing. I actually left Tennessee and um, went to Florida <laughs> and traveled as a new grad. I traveled um, to Florida as a traveling physical therapist. And which is another thing, I am afraid of doing new things like on my own. <laughs> and back then that was like, I knew I wanted to still leave though. I wanted to leave Tennessee and just do something on my own, even though I was scared and I don't like getting lost. It brings up anxiety. So to go and drive from Tennessee all the way to like Florida on my own, wow. this is going to date me, like really date me. But this is before like GPS was really the thing, you know, it was still like Google maps, right. Printing <laughs> off your papers, multiple. Yeah. Pages. So if there was any changes, I mean, you don't know. So like that was even more scarier. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, I did, I actually wound up going to Florida and doing my thing there. It was very challenging, but I, it was something that I really enjoyed doing, wow. but, um, I went back to Tennessee and actually, um, wound up, uh, just, doing different things there. Um, but I just loved it. But as time went on, I don't know, I just kind of felt like um, I was, something was just changing inside of me where I wanted more, like a chapter was de developing, a new one was developing for me. Um, and I just didn't know what per se. And so um, it just was brewing. I just felt not I love physical therapy and I still do, but I was something more that I needed to do. And I felt like the day that I decided to become pregnant or try to become pregnant, um, I just knew that um, after I had my son or at the time my baby, I knew I wanted to shift, you know, from doing full-time um, PT. And um, I remember just preparing for, getting pregnant. And then when I knew I was pregnant, just trying to really do the right thing for myself, for my body, making sure I was healthy and just getting the information that I thought I could get, you know, on my own, because I, you know, I'm a healthcare professional. I thought that I knew new things and no one else gave me any other directions, you know, really. Um, so just kind of going through the whole process of being pregnant and then just going through my experience of having my son, my labor and delivery was definitely um, very traumatic for me. And even after was traumatic, just dealing with um, depression after that, postpartum depression and PTSD from, um, from that was very traumatic. And I just felt like if, you know, if I, who is a healthcare professional for an amount of years, is going through this and really had no direction um, of a really how to really be healthy and getting all the support that you need. And um, also how to deal with postpartum depression, like after that, you know, and knowing, I didn't even know I had it until years after I had my son. Oh, wow. You know, um, and it was bad. Like I just, you know, I just didn't really know. And you don't and like with your postpartum checkups, like you see them six weeks after, right? After you give birth. So like, there's so much happening afterwards and trying to like deal with a new baby, um, breastfeeding issues, all of these things were just happening that no one really just talks about. Maybe you read it in the books, 
but it's not really, really in depth. You know, you really just don't know until you're going through it. So I just remembered, I want to help people. You know, I want to help soon to be parents, moms, um, whoever be ready the best that they can based on my experience. And so I knew I wanted to be a, um, some kind of coach in some kind of way. And, um, I didn't know how, but (laughs) I just knew I needed to be something like that. So, um, I didn't go straight into becoming a pregnancy health coach, but there was a company that my friend suggested that I be a part of that dealt with, um, understanding um, healthcare products and how that could be very toxic. Um, and that um, sometimes, a lot of times the FDA approves things that not are always good for you. You know, they, they slide it in and um, um, beauty care products, um, certain foods that are just not, they say they're actually good, but they're really not. Um, they just have these little taglines that makes it feel like it is. And I was upset about that too. I was just like, this is crazy. So like, I just knew I was meant to be so much more like just being an advocate as well. So I remember looking up something like health coaching and um, I found um, a a, um, institute and I will say it here because I really like them. It's called the Dr. Wells Institute. Uh, um, Sorry, let's see. Yeah. So, um, and um, they had different like types of health coaching. Um, It's Dr. Seals Wellness Institute, I'm sorry. And um, they had like something to do with like seniors and you can coach senior citizens or you can coach um, children and families or you could deal with pregnancy. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is perfect. Like I can definitely get into like pregnancy because that's kind of what, you know, I've always wanted to be like in the pregnancy world, but also with my own experience of going through pregnancy and hearing some of the things that um, people had gone through with just pregnancy, I thought this is perfect. So I actually wound up becoming a pregnancy health coach, um, maybe back probably right when COVID hit, I think I made the decision in like in 2020 or so to like, I'm going to go for this, just kind of research some more and then just kind of went forward with that. And uh, yeah, so in like 2021, I um, actually got my degree or my certification in pregnancy health coaching. Um, It was like a self-paced program and I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, so that's how kind of came full circle where I'm actually a doctor in physical therapy, but I'm also a pregnancy health coach. So I go by Dr. Amber Brown and I'm actually certified in pregnancy health coaching as well as a physical therapist. So it kind of came back full circle without actually seeing vaginas all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting, you know, that you shared about what you were feeling like you wanted to be when you were a kid. And I feel like everybody's always asked that question, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's part of the little, uh, even kicking off new school years. What do I want to be when I grow up, you know, kind of that mm-hmm. influence. And I found it really interesting too, of when you're talking about Belmont and knowing how studious you were with the science piece, that that was the one thing that they said that you hadn't completed you know, so Mm -hmm. you taking on and being, it sounds like you've always been kind of an advocate for yourself and how, how frequently that showed up and finding out what you didn't connect with or what you didn't like and for not settling 
And I feel like that is such a, an empowerment for you as a person to, to connect with yourself on that level, to be like, I don't have to settle for this. Right. Even though being a doctor in that space is very prestigious if it's not for you. And I feel like a lot of people want to experience that, but are held back. Uh, what would you say has like been your mindset around kind of going through that avenue? Um, it's weird. It's so funny because, <laughs> and this, I don't know, this is part of manifestation, babe. Um, but I feel like when there's something that I wanted, it's like, no, you can't. Like, I just felt like, no, you can't tell me I'm going to figure it out. Like, I'm just going to, when I was passionate about healthcare, it's like, this is what I want. And I see it and I feel it. And this is what I'm going to do. So I always kind of in that, in that mindset, in that part of my life, it was just like, no, this is going to happen. Like, it's just, <laughs> it was just me. And in, in that, in that sense, just like, no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how it's going to work out. Um, because I'm meant to do this. I, I just felt it. Like, I just felt that for me, like just my nature. And if anybody believes in horoscopes, which I actually do. I'm not like, you know, all incumbent sense, you know, with that, but um, I'm a Virgo. And so Virgos are like self, like they're like, they want to care and nurture and be there and support. And so that's just me. Like, I just, that's just who I am. And so I just didn't have a doubt about that. Um, it's just really honing in and listening and feeling and just kind of like, what does your gut say? What does your intuition say? And what's what's moving in your world, you know, that that's allowing you to get to that path. So yeah. as far as me uh, having a passion, that's just something that I just saw myself doing. Wow. And can you share a little bit about how as a, a pregnancy coach, any, you don't have to be giving names or anything like that, but just any experiences that have really evolved what a woman feels as a you know, result of being pregnant and going through the birth? Yeah. So, um, just recently, um, I will share that there was, um, a recent, uh, client of mine who, um, was feeling very, like very fatigued, um, just didn't really know why. And, and, uh, just was telling me, cause I've kind of like talked to her and we like monitor, I, I part of my program is really understanding your body and really like just um, knowing what something's not right or it's off and looking at like certain, you know, um, if like you have um, certain apps to kind of monitor how you're feeling and, you know, just being aware. And so um, I was asking her, you know, how's she doing? Cause I noticed, you know, that she wasn't, you know, feeling the best. So she told me that um, she just was really, she's getting enough sleep but just felt like she was still tired all the time. And I asked her to like, to check her body battery, which is something that, you know, if you have a smart app or a, a watch that can tell you kind of how, or a Fitbit that kind of tells you how your body's doing and recovering. Hmm. And so it was kind of off, you know, and I was just like, okay, you're sleeping really well, but you're still kind of feeling off. Um, and you're known to have like, um, anemia, you know, 
And um, also, um, depending on like your thyroid levels, that could be an issue. So like, I feel like, you know, just going through the questions of like, how is your iron? Are you getting enough iron? Because we're not getting enough of that sometimes. And when we're when we're taking our prenatal vitamins, does it have enough iron in it? It just depends on, there's a lot of things you got to think about. Mm -hmm. And so um, basically I was like, you need to go ahead and like talk to like your doctor because her next checkup wasn't until the end of the, of the month, you know, of this month. And so, you know, I feel like, you know, the doctor wouldn't have known, you know what I mean? So like, I'm just trying to like, you know, have her think about things, how she's feeling. And so I was like, you should like, you know, A, if your iron is low, let's go ahead and eat some some foods that may have, um, foods that have iron in it. Let's talk about that and give you some suggestions. Also monitoring your body battery, see how that's looking. And then um, also let's get your doctor to look at your lab work, like pull some blood so we can see what's happening. And so um, she actually did that and contacted her doctor, right? And so truth be told, like her actual iron was a little bit low, you know, and then her calcium was actually very low. And so because of all of these things, her doctor was able to help her. But what if she hadn't? What if she had been like still feeling fatigued and never talked to the doctor until the end of the month, you, you don't know, that could have been harmful for her and her baby, you know, you just don't know. And so that's one of the things that we kind of talk about just being your own advocate mm -hmm. and just being aware of your body and what foods to help you. So um, she was just very grateful for me to be able to kind of point that out. And so she could be like, yeah, I think you're probably right, you know? Um, so those are things I get to experience and feel good about. Like, okay, hey, I was able to like help, you know, in that, in that manner, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, so ever since then, I think her doctor helped her with um, getting her some supplements for um, some vitamin D, which again, I told her, I was like, that's, that's great. Just let's figure out which vitamin D is going to be the best bet, not just all vitamin Ds. They're, they're great, but there's different types of vitamin Ds. There's yeah. two in vitamin D2 and vitamin D3. So let's figure out which one's appropriate and talk to your doctor about that too, because you really want the ones that's best to absorb the calcium. So yeah. Wow. yeah. Mm -hmm. Energy is so important. And for so many people, they just alluded to, I'm pregnant, I'm going to be tired. Or if they connect with their friends or family, it's, it's kind of getting that awareness of, okay, well, my experience is different. So maybe is it even mm -hmm. worth bringing up to my doctor or mm -hmm. so that how wonderful to have that person to be that influence, like you are in the coaching space to, to be that advocate, to be rooting for them and really helping them feel the best because you're right. It plays into so much even after right. the delivery and, and into postpartum. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. yes, yes, for sure. And um, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, we just don't, there's so much things that we don't know about our bodies. That's not, I mean, not that doctors don't care. I think a lot of them do care, but because they're so busy and they have so many people that they see, they just don't have time. And so that's why I'm there because I make the time, you know, I make the time for them. And I ask, like, I have them ask these questions so that they can bring that to the table, you know, to their doctors and things that I can't answer in my scoop of practice, I'll definitely answer. But there's some things that I just, I don't, I can't tell you that 
but here's what you can do. You can talk to your doctor. And I usually tell them like, listen, ask the questions first. That way they get answered and not ask at the end because they won't have the time usually at the end. Yeah. So have you experienced any challenges related to stepping into the coaching space? Um, yes. <laughs> and the imposter syndrome, I still feel like I still sometimes feel like, are you sure? <laughs> Is this like, I mean, I, I sometimes question like, you know, if, if this is still like, am I supposed to be doing this? Why are you listening to me? You know what I mean? Um, which is crazy because, you know, I, you know, I feel like I still, like, even though this is a new format for me, as far as being a pregnancy health coach, I have 15 plus years of being in the healthcare field. And so even though I know, like I do, and I'm always learning. That's why we have continuing educational courses to better ourselves and to work with other like-minded people that share knowledge too. But it does creep in sometimes of like wondering like that ego, like, you know, Amber, I don't know. I don't think, you know, I don't think you're ready for this. Like, I don't know, but I have been because this has been my calling for so long, you know? So, yeah. but yeah, that does kind of, create a challenge sometimes mm -hmm. but also being a, a solo entrepreneur is just challenging in itself too you know because you're doing this at the end of the day you're doing this by yourself although you have a group of wonderful people that you may surround yourself with yeah. it's still you making the decisions you know so that's also yeah. challenging as well yeah it, and it really seems like I feel like going against the grain you know like what I always think you know you, when you graduate you're kind of handed this little checklist. Okay. Here's what you do. Check your boxes and move on. And so when you deviate from that, whether it be through the job that you look to have or the relationship or just like the, the parenting, it can sometimes feel like we're on our own little Island. Mm -hmm. And even though somebody might be right next to us, we don't, <laughs> doesn't feel like it because it's, it's been rewarding to, to do that for ourselves, but it's also kind of isolating in that way too. And yeah, that imposter syndrome can be kind of gruesome sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Talk about your support system. How's that been for you? Yes. So, um, as far as with, um, I guess when it comes to like my business and the support system or just like from my journey in general, Either one. <laughs> Either one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would say as far as doing the whole, um, I think just from the beginning, I think when it comes to me wanting to be in the healthcare world, my family is like a hundred percent behind me. Like they just knew who I was as a person. They had no no doubt, you know, of who I was going to become. Um, and even um, going into like becoming a pregnancy health coach, I, I feel like um, my mom and my, I think most of my family was behind me, but sometimes I don't know if it's something that's men, men related, they have to kind of see it before they can believe it kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know if that's just that kind of thing, but I think 
them having to see how I'm doing and the things that I'm accomplishing, then it was definitely more full support. But my brother was so amazing, actually. I'll share that. Um, just getting started in my um, in the healthcare, uh, in the pregnancy health coaching field, um, just getting my business out there, I remembered um, my my uh, brother actually gave me some money to actually um, be a part of um, a radio uh, interview because I, um, I was able to do a radio interview. But of course, you know, it kind of pays to be on there. So, um, but he like believed in me that much that like he he paid for that. And I was able to be on the this popular radio station in my local area. Um, and it's not just locally, they, they kind of extend out everywhere, but really lo- locally. And uh, it was just really nice to have that support um, to get my business started and get my name out there. So I really appreciated that from because he really, believed in he does he believes in me but my whole family is really behind me in this and just you know celebrating like my my first client like my mom literally I had I think I had saw my first client online we had a zoom call and when I got done with the zoom call I um remember my mom had it get had uh, she wound up giving me a card it said congratulations on your first client you know it was so was so sweet and so thoughtful you know what I mean so that was just really like made you feel good made me feel good in that yeah I can do this yes (laughs) you know I can do this so that was really cool you know yeah it's like nourishing your heart and soul of Mm -hmm. the the memory or the reminder of like go get it this is totally your path and you're destined for it yeah 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 wow So what would you say to someone who, you know, you talked about like your intuition and really trying to connect more with it. Would you have any words of encouragement or maybe even suggestions on how someone can start connecting more with intuition or understanding it? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm still learning. There's so, it's so funny. There's like so many aspects, like, um, of that, but I will say that when I look back, um, and just my whole life and where I am today, like there's always been like a pull, like some like magnet that you feel and you don't know why, but it is, (laughs) it is. And you like, you listen, you feel it, you listen to it or like something like someone says, makes you feel a certain way in a good way right so really just listening to yourself listening to how that makes you feel for me it's about feeling so listening to like how that feels does that light you up um and it's constantly coming back to you like that same thing comes back to you in some kind of form fashion or form whether someone said something whether you see something whether um like um something like some stranger mentions to you like just out of the blue you know it's like okay something's coming up so often that you have no choice but to listen but for me just when I wanted to be like a physical therapist it was that strong passion and pull and things were happening in the path to get you there you see it you know um you can like literally see it and visualize it 
And when you, you just feel good about it and you know that that's okay, that's your intuition, that's your higher self, or even like your angels, you know, telling you, here it is, this is it. Like, let me help you get to that, that place that you want to be. And I think, you know, that passion for it really pushes you through um, connecting and becoming who you're meant to be. Yeah. I love it. So what would you, <laughs> I just like, yeah, it just like full circle on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was wondering, what would you say that you most appreciate about what your life experience has been? Oh, um, you know what? Like, I feel like, you know, how sometimes you're like, why is this happening to me? like why are these things happening you don't really understand or if you're going through like these ups and downs it is true everything's a journey everything's a journey but it's also like I realize it's a lesson like you have to learn like how do you grow if you don't have like these these valleys you know (laughs) you just have to in order to be become the better version each step gets you to where you want to be And so um, with that, um, it's just, you just have to go with the flow. You have to, but know that where you're going is where you're meant to be. And, and that's, that's okay. And that's, that's all right. So for me, it's a lesson of like, looking back, I'm like, okay, Amber, I see where that led you, you know, to be, you know, maybe having to be a physical therapist was what you needed to do first in order to shift, you know, into where you are now, maybe you going through a certain period with your pregnancy is where you had to go through these unpleasant experiences. Sorry, because I'm about to get emotional because I remember feeling, you know, alone um, during that whole portion of my pregnancy and just going through the postpartum situation, but having to endure those things in order to help somebody else when you become who you're supposed to become because you've been through it you know you can speak from experience people love that experience because you can connect and so um having the ups and downs in your journey it's okay to become what you're supposed to become I feel like that's should be like on my wallpaper in my phone or my (laughs) desktop of where you're going is where you're meant to be like Mm -hmm. that is impactful that's yeah Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> How can people work with, with you? Where can they find yes. you? Yes. Yes. So you can find me um, on Instagram. It's Dr. Let's just D-R Ambra, A-M-B-R-A health coach. <laughs> so at the beginning. Um, and it's probably the easiest way just because most people do social media. I mean, I have a fa- um, an actual, I have a Facebook business page too. Um, but it's Dr. Amber Brown on there. Um, but Instagram is really probably the best bet or you can email me and that's, um, Amber, A-M-B-R-A at ambrabrown.com. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'll be sure to put those links in the show notes so that people have access to, to that. And wow, it's just been so great to connect with you and to hear about your journey. I know we've kind of had some initial conversation around it, but just to like get more of the details, it's just super inspiring. And I just love when people are following their dreams, because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's what we are meant to do. But for some reason or another, 
we just have the doubt or we just have that uncertainty and it's okay. Like there's people there to support people getting to the place they want to be, especially in pregnancy and becoming a mom or extending the family in that way. And and making people feel good is where it's all at. So I'm so happy that you are doing that for women and for families in general. And, you know, it, it comes back to you too. I can see that like you glow when you are (laughs) talking about it. So thank you. As we close out here, I just uh, have a couple other fun questions. Do you have any motivational quotes or songs that lift you up? Oh gosh. So, (laughs) um, there is, um, there's this song. Let me see. (laughs) Let me, I think I shared this with, um, the group when we were in MBA, but I, I love it um, because my son joins in with me. And that's another thing. I like to include my son in certain things, especially with um, manifesting and really believing in, in um, ourselves. If you start now, I tell you, it might be a little bit easier, <laughs> but um, there's one song that we do and it's, um, it's from the um, movie inventing Anna on Netflix, I think. And it's called, um, you're going to make it. It's by, um, dope St. Jude, but (laughs) it's really fun. It's a high, it's like a nice, and it's just encouraging you that no matter what you're going to make it, this is what you want. You're, you're going to make it happen. So let's just, if it's how bad do you want it? And if you want it, you're going to make it. So that's one of my favorite. I love to listen to and dance with, with my son in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that's the song. Now, th- an affirmation that I just sent to like some of my clients was, um, um, I love myself and you're doing a great job. That's what we need to remind ourselves with. We're too hard on ourselves most often. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share? with the audience today? Oh, no, this is too controversial, but go vote. (laughs) Please Mm. go vote because, you know, there's a lot of things changing in our country now more than ever. And there's, there's changing involving women's health. And that's a big deal to me. And um, I think it's really important that you pay attention to this election more than ever. So if you have time, go out and vote early voting and then actual the voting on day of that day is the 8th November the 8th I believe so um yeah get out there and vote well thank you so much uh, for being a part of the episode today it just filled me up so much and it's just always good to connect with you as always so thank you so much Dr. Ambra thank you Thank you so much for listening to the Heartship Journey podcast today. Be sure to take a screenshot and tag me on social media, the handle at Choose Your Journey with Andrea, and share this out. I would love to know what your biggest takeaway was. It would mean so much if you would share this episode with a friend or your family. And I hope you feel inspired and motivated after hearing today's episode. And remember, no matter what comes your way in life's journey, what you go through, you grow through.